Hi there. Thank you for listening to the Student Life Podcast. Before we go into this episode, I want to take a moment of consideration for all the people out there that are in a difficult situation right now. Because of the restrictions to tackle the spread of the coronavirus, a lot of you might not be able to go outside or visit your family and friends for a while. Remember, you're not alone and there's a lot of support and activities you can find online. If you're looking for some extra support or if you want to support a fellow student, you can always reach out to the Student Life Coaching Instagram community. That is student underscore life underscore coaching. I will also release some extra episodes of the Student Life podcast in the next few weeks so you can stay occupied with that. And if that's not enough for you, you can also read my blogs, download one of the free exercises and tools, join an Instagram live session or one of the webinars that I'll be giving. It's all free. So if you're feeling a bit lonely or isolated these days, join the Student Life Coaching community and find all the support you need. And if you're not in a city lockdown or in self-quarantine, take some time to support the people around you. Maybe your elderly neighbor needs some groceries or you can walk somebody's dog while they're sick. Take care of yourself, stay safe and I hope to meet you soon in the Student Life Coaching Instagram community. That is student underscore life underscore coaching. You are listening to the Student Life Podcast. I am Katinka van Kan, a student life coach, and in this podcast I discuss different topics and challenges around life as a student. And I do this with students, teachers, and other professionals. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of the Student Life Podcast. This Student Life podcast, we will talk about the possibilities of social engagement for students. Is it important for students to engage in community activities? How do you find these activities and what can this do for you? With me today to talk about social engagement among students is Winnie. Welcome, Winnie. Before we start our conversation, what should we know about you? So my name is Winnie. I'm from May in the Netherlands. I've been living in Maastricht for five years now. I finished my Bachelor of Arts and Culture here in Maastricht uh, last year. Oh, cool. Yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> um, I did a minor in psychology and now I'm working for Max Maastricht. And I still live here even though I don't see it anymore. Right, cool. So we're going to talk about social engagement today uh, of students in, well, specifically Maastricht. Why does this topic interest you so much? Um, this topic interests me because I work for Max Maastricht. This is an organization under the university and our purpose is to facilitate students to become socially engaged in Maastricht. We as an organization find this important, but I also personally really enjoy doing volunteer work and I think that being socially engaged really benefits yourself and it has benefited me personally. And it's also really interesting to see and to read academic research that proves that having communities that have very strong social networks where mm. people are socially engaged, that this also really helps in the uh, health management of people there. Yeah. So that it also is actually really good for you and the people around you to be socially engaged. Yeah, definitely. Did you do volunteer work when you were still studying? Yes, I've been doing, I was volunteering in my second year which was really good for me because in my second year I got really bored with Maastricht <laughs> and I was really thinking of dropping out and not living in Maastricht because I didn't think there was anything interesting to do and 
for me, being in this socially engaged bubble made my trip very interesting. And I met people that I didn't meet while studying. And I met locals and I saw the problems and that. And I also saw the fun and the cultural activities that were happening by being socially engaged. Yeah, it's really part of being part of the society here, like a new environment because you're not from Maastricht. But it got you more engaged with what, what is actually happening in the city. Yes. So what did you do? What type of volunteer work did you do? Um, I was a part of Kaleido, so I helped organize events. This was mostly for students, but we also tried to engage locals. So I was event manager there. Okay, oh, that's that's cool volunteer work to do. <laughs> yeah, it was really cool. And later I also joined Matchmastic. I've also I helped out at Quiet Community. I wrote my thesis there. So I could do research and also volunteer there. And this was really nice because those were really locals that I never would have met if I was just in my student bubble. Okay, cool. So it got you out of the, the bubble of the university a bit. Yes. And more into what's actually happening here. What was the best experience that you had while doing volunteer work? The best experience? That's a really good question. I think a very simple example is when you first meet people uh, when you start volunteering. Uh, I think one of the examples would be quite community. Because as soon as you start meeting people, it's very scary for you. And because you don't know how they will respond. And they usually respond with something along the lines of, Shouldn't you be drinking because you're a student? Yeah. Why are you even here? What's your uh, extra purpose? What's your uh, ulterior motive of being here? And then after you meet someone a couple of times, they open up to you and you can open up to them and you learn from them and they learn from you. And that is very special when you actually see that your vision of them has changed and their image of you has also changed. Yeah, because they thought, oh, here comes another student that probably needs to do something for school and that's why you're volunteering. But for you, it was really about seeing if there was something else maybe that Maastricht could give you. Yeah, exactly. A lot of students would like to do volunteer work, but they cannot find a good place to do it. Because I think there's a lot of different ways to get engaged in social activities, also to do volunteer work. But where can you actually find a place that, that you can really help out, but also can bring you maybe the experience that you had? Yeah, this is very difficult because I think this is very much based on what you want yourself. And if finding useful and finding a good place where you want to volunteer when your goals and uh, your mission kind of needs to match theirs yeah. uh, and that's often difficult because sometimes you can join and then you had a vision in mind and then you end up doing the dishes after an event and you're like hmm, yeah exactly actually, this is not it, uh, really what i wanted to do this can be very difficult and i also think that there are so many organizations here and not all of them are always so focused on the personal development of their volunteers it's more about having people working for you for free, yeah. right? There's a difference between helping out for free and actually doing volunteer work that gets you engaged in society. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. And I think this is one of the reasons why it can be difficult to find a place. But there's also a lot of organizations in Maastricht that are really good and they are looking for the volunteers and the volunteers yeah. are looking for them. And it's so strange to see that they cannot find each other, but this is how it is in Maastricht. And I can recommend that you find this bubble where people are actually in the social engagement bubble and then you find one person and then you find an information market and then you find a Facebook page or um, website 
Well, there's actually quite a few places that you can find this information, but it can be very difficult. It also took me two or three years to actually get yeah. there. So I suggest you find help and find people that know their way around the social engagement. Yeah, keep talking to people. Because yeah. it is there, right? Like you say, there's markets where there are so many different organizations that actually have useful work to do and where you can have a proper volunteer job maybe because for you as an event manager to have something like that yeah. that is really cool right also organizing things maybe organizing new things that the neighborhoods need but is it easy to combine that then with your studies because you were still studying you started mm -hmm. doing volunteer work it sounds like that was not just a few hours a week but yeah. more of almost a job yeah so how did you combine those two it can be very difficult i've been in a very lucky position where uh, arts and culture was challenging but allowed me to also do extracurricular activities uh, so i've been in a very privileged position where i had the time and the motivation and then i also found this location i know that for others it can be much more difficult and there are also language barriers or you're not that known in the area and maybe you cannot find the organizations that you want to find there are a lot of struggles that you can run into so for me i've always been asking myself like what gives me energy and then yeah i would do it but energy and good vibes will not pay your rent so that can be <laughs> no exactly because that's also something that i was wondering sometimes maybe students feel like they have to choose between mm -hmm. working and doing volunteer work because like you say volunteer work is not going to pay your rent yeah. and especially if you're in a position as a student where you have to do some uh, make some extra money to pay for your studies here yeah what can a student do to make this decision do i do the volunteer work or do i get a normal job that actually makes money yeah it's a very difficult decision that you need to make i would say that if you're privileged like me or if you can find a way where you can combine them or yeah i would say that if you're privileged that you can make the decision uh, there are a lot of profits that you can get from volunteering. I believe that one in three students suffer from depression and two in three suffer from loneliness. Yeah. Uh, volunteering is a very good way to feel like you're contributing or to meet people or to develop your social skills or uh, to develop other skills and to get out of the university bubble. And of course, if you work, this can also happen, but yeah, some restaurant jobs will not be as fulfilling or will not give you this extra energy that you would get from volunteering. So maybe see what is the limited amount of paid work that I can do and fill up the rest with volunteer work that can actually give you something else than money. Because I think there's the things that you're saying, there's a lot of value in that. Yeah. It's not going to pay the rent, so make sure that you have that done. Yes. Uh, but after that, maybe doing some volunteer work would give you more in life during your studies than going to an extra party or maybe a new pair of sneakers. Yes, <laughs> yes, that's what I would argue. I also think that doing extracurricular work is very good for your personal development as well. It really adds this aspect that university doesn't always give. The theory that you learn, all the books that you read, it gets you in a very privileged position where you have a lot of knowledge why would you not put this uh, to the test and go into reality yeah. and meet people and actually contribute to the city that's been welcoming you not always very welcome I, of course i know that some locals have difficulty with the students and some students have difficulty with the locals and there's a language barrier but these are all things that are so valuable to kind of push through and to find solutions for yeah Okay, so when we're talking about different types of volunteer work that you can do, you've mm -hmm. done a lot of volunteer work when you were still studying. You're now working with Match Maastricht. We're going to go into that a bit later in the podcast. What tips do you have or types of volunteer work that a student can think of? Because some th students just don't know where to start. Yeah, right? I can imagine that it's 
very difficult to know where to start. I suggest that you find something that you're intrinsically motivated for because you're not entirely sure what you're going to get in return. And if that's a criterion for you, this is also something that you can keep in mind. Like, I want to get a monetary or I want to get financial compensation. I want to develop my skills. These are criteria that you can have. But I suggest you start with an internal drive. I care about the environment. I care about yeah. people living in poverty. I care about children. And then you start Googling. I think that's the easiest way to start. And then if you find one page or maybe you find that your faculty even has an organization that's preparing anything. It could even be something that you're not interested in. But if you find these people that are driven themselves, then they will also know other organizations or they will know people or they will know the information markets or the pages where you can search. Yeah, because they are in that bubble, right? That is yeah. hard to find. But when you find one person, maybe can also be a teacher. I think university is a good place to start. The end goal might be to get out of that university bubble. But as soon as you find some organizations even though they're still in the uni bubble then they will know where to go yeah right so just have a look at what you like and what you love to do maybe dreaming a bit i think exactly. that's really, yeah and that's a nice thing because you can step outside of your uh, wildest career dreams and goals because this can just be something extra if you're really into sewing maybe you can find a grandma somewhere who doesn't have someone to sew with yeah. and this can be your project it doesn't have to be valuable in the sense that you really need to get something in return so you can just do what you're passionate for but i think it's really interesting what you mentioned again with the uni bubble and getting outside of these organizations as well it's very difficult for local or local organizations to find students they have a very hard mm -hmm. time and there are some websites that kind of summarize or that give one-time activities or even multiple activities I don't know if I can say yeah, you can read sure. it in the link below <laughs> yeah. um, maybe you can write it down somewhere there are a few websites that also um, also for, for the students that are in Maastricht now because there's probably a lot of students listening that are yeah. in Maastricht what, what would be a few websites where they can go um, or maybe where you started because you, you started somewhere as well right? yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly I think you reached out on the page sharing is caring yeah Sometimes I saw, I've seen some people just write, what can I do? And then the list just goes on and on and on. Um, I think there's a website called Maastricht Doet, I think I know. Yeah. And there is also a website called Werbeling. Yeah, so it's really about doing things, yeah, right? Exactly. Yeah, It's very much about being active. There's an organization called Surf the City. Oh, yeah. Uh, these are sometimes on Saturdays. And you can also join once or twice or however many times you want. I should say that this is always going to be a very limited list. I will never do justice <laughs> to all the other beautiful organizations that are out there in yeah. Maastricht. But it's a good place to start. So yeah. start looking at these websites, maybe university as well. I know that there just has been a market with different type of organizations where you can volunteer. Mm -hmm. And then you yourself, you work at Match. We were just talking a bit about sometimes you have to make a decision. Am I going to work for my rent or do I have the, the time and the space to do volunteer work and I think Match has a bit of a solution for that. Can you tell something about that? Yes, we've been trying to pay attention to the problems that students run into and in order to facilitate students to actually get socially engaged, we came up with a, a housing project and what happens here is that three students live together in one house in a neighborhood in Maastricht. These students work together, they work eight hours a week to set up projects together with the neighbors in the neighborhood. Uh, these projects should contribute to the social cohesion in the neighborhoods and it, this can take many shapes and sizes. This very much depends on the students and on the locals. And in return for the eight hours of work, they only pay gas, water, light for their housing. 
Right, so you don't pay your rent, you're actually working for your rent. Yes, exactly. But also getting this experience of organizing things with the neighborhood, getting part of the society here, because most of the people that were living in the neighborhood are probably locals. Yes. So really getting engaged in that. I think that's a really beautiful solution. Does it work? Do you have a lot of these houses right now? We currently have six houses. Right, uh, cool. Yes, yeah, so yeah. I think we started off with three and now it's six. And of course, it's difficult to measure if it works. It's difficult to interview every person that has met uh, a match student yeah. uh, or to measure how much a neighborhood has improved. But the feedback that we do get from the organizations in the neighborhood and from the direct neighbors and the people uh, that have established contacts with the students and the students themselves are, are very positive. Yeah, it's very inspiring to see how motivated people can get by just one or three people. And they're like, yes, we're going to change something. Right. So what are things that these students are organizing? Because you say we have six houses now. You get good feedback already from the people in the neighborhood. What are things that these students have organized now? In Lippefraubel, there's a language cafe, which means that people that are learning how to speak Dutch then speak Dutch together and practice and improve. This is really nice because you see people from different backgrounds. Maybe they've been living in the Netherlands for 50 years and now they realize, oh, maybe I can actually practice my Dutch yeah. and get better. Also helps them a bit of getting more involved in their neighborhood, right? Even though yeah. they've been living here for a while. Yes, definitely. In Mariaberg, we now have the very special uh, situation that uh, the students are starting to build a chicken coop. <laughs> What's that? Yes, it's literally a chicken coop. So they... They want to keep chickens there, and they're building the actual chicken coop together with the neighbors right now. They started their first building day this weekend, and it was already very nice to see that actually building it and preparing for it and getting ready for it already brought people together. Sticking your hands out of your sleeves, as we say yeah. in Dutch, is actually very, it's a very good way to bring people together and to get to know each other. Right, awesome. So in a perfect world, what would that look like for you? Where... <laughs> students can do volunteer work what would what would change what would have to change to create that in a very perfect world and this is some more self-promotion this is what we're working towards as match as well i believe that volunteering should also be in the curriculum yeah this would be perfect of course and we try to motivate people to write their thesis on socially engaged uh, social engagement themes or to do internships that are local, or to get universities to actually get people out there and to talk to the neighbors and to get involved. Uh, I think what would also help is that language courses are more accessible. Uh, this is also a project that we're working on, that we can do volunteer work and in return get the Dutch language courses. Okay. So the language barrier would also disappear because you know both the Dutch and then you can actually help out uh, with the locals because a lot of them don't speak English. So in a perfect world, I'd say it would be much more accessible and you would have the time and the energy and the headspace to actually volunteer. Yeah. And that it would be so normal. Yeah, because I think me, I, I didn't study on the university, but on the mm -hmm. Zuid Hogeschool. So a big part of my curriculum was uh, internships. Yeah. And an internship in a way, because I've never had a paid internship. So in a way, that was volunteer work as well. Yeah. In my third year, it was 40 hours a week of, of wow. internship. And obviously, you learn a lot and you have to do a lot of exercises around that as well. But still, you're helping out. And after that, I've always done volunteer work myself as well, yeah. because I was used to working for no money, I think, in a way. It was not 40 hours a week anymore. <laughs> But I think uh, that would be really good. And here at the university, you don't really have that, right? A lot of curriculums don't even have an internship. 
So I can see how that is uh, important. Do you think internships would change that a bit as well? Or is an internship still different from doing this type of volunteer work? I, I agree. I think it really depends, actually. Because like you like you mentioned before as well, it's quite difficult to find these places and to get out there. And if you're already so pressed in time and you have to put so much effort into studying and preparing and working and you don't have the time and energy to look for where yeah. should I do volunteer work and where is it actually important? And if you've done the internship and it's made so easy and it's the easiest choice that's out there to do it, then also afterwards you will be more inclined to start volunteering and it yeah. will become so normal for you to actually do volunteer work. Yeah, because it's a bit weird, right? Working for no money. It's kind of a weird concept if you think about it that way. Yeah, on the one hand, it's a very weird concept, but if we're talking about the perfect world, it also makes a lot of sense to do things that you're intrinsically motivated to do, rather than to do things because you're motivated by getting something in exchange. Of course, this is also very necessary. This is not something that I can deny. No. Uh, no. But you're getting different things back besides yeah. money. So what was for you, if you look back at your own time volunteering, you did different mm -hmm. types of volunteer work. If you look at everything, maybe that you see that volunteering can do for other students now that you're working with Match, what is the most important thing that you can get out of it? I think that volunteer work has really grounded me in Maastricht. And I think that volunteering will really ground you wherever you are. It will make you feel like the place where you volunteer is home. You have people that can help you and people that you have help. And the connection with where you live is so much stronger and yeah. so much more sincere. And I'm not going to claim that being a student, that you don't have sincere relationships and that this isn't fun. But volunteer work has actually made me realize what I wanted to do and that I wanted to stay in Maastricht and that I actually really like this city and that there's so much more to do than just go to the market and be very bored with <laughs> the parties that you go to and the people you meet are so inspiring in such a different way than that students can be inspiring it's less talking about dreaming and the perfect world that you want to live in and actually contributing to this perfect world yeah. that you want to live in so creating this this dream was beautiful so that was a change then for you instead of leaving you decided to stay here yes longer maybe forever <laughs> who knows <laughs> who knows All right. Is there anything that you still would like to share with the students about your experiences as volunteer work or maybe some last tips and tricks? What I can suggest is that if you have a difficult time finding where you want to volunteer, uh, I can suggest that you just might start very small. Ring the doorbell of your neighbor. Yeah. Like maybe find someone, someone in your street that can use your help or find someone in your street that is inter interested in something that you're interested into. Like I think volunteering and being a socially engaged, decent person are very thin lines. And it really brings you a lot and it brings others a lot as well. And this is how you can start small. And then if you're interested in doing a bit more, you can always reach out to Match and we'd love to help you find our own projects. So we have the housing project, we have the tutoring project, we have a, a curricular project and we're starting the language for volunteer work project as well. But we'd also love to help you find a different project or another place where you can go or more local or anything. Yeah, because obviously you know a lot of the organizations around where you can do different types of volunteer work. Yeah, exactly. All right, cool. Well, thank you for all your tips. My biggest lesson from this is that volunteer work is definitely more than working for no money. Yeah, but also the point that you said that it 
can really ground you in the city where you're living because that's what I see as well and what in other podcasts we talked about as well how university life or the student life can be such a bubble that you live in and you never really learn where is it exactly that I am right now with it what, what do people that were born and raised here see or do actually be part of that society and still that is something that a lot of students want to experience because you're not going over broad to not learn anything about that culture right yeah um, the city is not an area Airbnb that you just walk into or walk yeah. out into and feel feel a part of it yeah exactly and uh, yeah what I hear from you is that volunteer work can actually be that step into the local society and for you it did the job I think well thank you for being here in the podcast for all your wise lessons and your tips um yeah definitely like you said i will put some websites in the comments that you just mentioned about where students here in maastricht can start and for students somewhere else i think university is a good starting point to just talk to people that's the key right just talk to people express the need that you have or maybe that you want to help out and then get yourself a bit out of that bubble into the next one the volunteering bubble <laughs> all right thank you thank you Thank you for listening to this episode of the Student Life Podcast. Do you know another topic that you feel needs to be discussed? Or is there maybe a challenge in your student life you would like to talk about? Well, don't wait any longer and get in touch with me. You can send an email to info at vancancoaching.com or find Student Life Coaching on Instagram and Facebook. And maybe I will talk to you in the next episode of the Student Life Podcast.